Bonjour. You're listening to the Living Well podcast. In this podcast, I will be taking you on my amazing journey to living well. I will be teaching you how to manage your mind as well as giving you the nutritional secrets I learned growing up in Paris. My goal is to help you achieve mind and body balance and to show you what is truly possible for you in your life. I am excited to share it all with you. I'm Carol, your host, Certified Life and Weight Coach. Welcome to the Living Well Podcast. Bonjour tout le monde. Hello everybody. I want to start today by thanking one of you amazing listeners. Her name is Seawind and she is actually a French woman listening to us from Bangkok in Thailand. And this is what she says. Caro's podcasts are very interesting and extremely helpful. The advice that she gives is straightforward. Her goal is not to please you, but to help you feel better about yourself and it works. I am now hooked to her podcast and the advice that she gives. It is very valuable. I can only encourage you to listen to them too. So thank you very much to her. I feel most humble and very moved by her feedback. Um, and it also gives me more than ever the conviction that there is no better time than now to offer her and you all free mental and physical help. And so today I want to talk to you about yet another very important topic, something that I feel has existed probably since the dawn of humanity, um, that is even, you know, addressed in every religious manuals, every religious books, uh, but also in therapy, of course, and in self-help books. And that topic is forgiveness. So what do we talk about when we speak of forgiveness? What is the uh, point of it? And how do we do it? Forgiveness does not really just fall from the sky. It is something that we usually decide upon and that we work on. And that's really what I want to help you today on this podcast to help you ultimately setting you free from that heavy load and to create the life that you truly want. So, I know it might sound completely crazy suggesting to forgive those that have hurt you, but I guarantee you that holding on to your grudges and resentments will prevent you from creating the life that you want. And it could even get you sick as well and into depression. So what are we referring to when we talk about forgiving and when we talk about forgiveness? Forgiveness comes from the verb to forgive, and it means to stop feeling angry or resentful towards someone. So for forgiveness to even come or become something to think about, there has to first have been something wrong, a fault, an offense that we feel we are a victim of, and that we hold another person responsible for our suffering and that somehow we are hoping for repair. We are hoping for an apology, for a compensation. And sometimes um, we even have 
a vengeance in our mind or a punishment plan towards that person that we feel is truly at the root of our pain. And so the act of forgiveness would then bring some sort of closure to that chapter in our life. And and only from there, from that person's apology, we would be able to move on with our life. So the first question is, and that I ask myself, should we forgive that person? Must we forgive that person? I think most of us have received the morale values that forgiving is a good thing. And that, of course, on the other hand, not forgiving would then be a bad thing, which, as I mentioned early on, is made quite clear in religious texts. And that if we want to be someone perceived to be a good person, then we must practice forgiveness. And that if and when we don't, then we're probably not such a good person. What I want to suggest here, though, in my approach is to stay neutral on that topic. I personally bear no judgment from the fact that it is good or bad to forgive. It is obviously up to each individual. What I will say, though, is that when someone is feeling judged for not being forgiving, that usually reinforces their resistance to forgive and for them to hold on to their story and on to their victimization. So the main question to ask yourself is, do you want to forgive that person? And what would it look like when you have forgiven him or her? And what would be the benefits for you? So first of all, I want to say that the only thing forgiveness requires is that you stop feeling angry or resentful toward that person. So basically, you only need to forgive someone when you need to stop feeling angry or resentful. There are so many examples of life where we might feel angry and resentful, particularly, I would say, in relationships. When one of the two partners has an affair, for example, and we don't know if we should or could we, how can we even begin to forgive him or her and stay in the marriage? One of my clients, her husband left her about two years ago. He simply had stopped loving her. And she felt and still feels in some ways that she had done nothing wrong and even done everything right to always love him and show up as a good wife and a partner. But he felt out of love. And he ended the relationship. She felt so hurt and betrayed. And these past few years have all been about her revenge somehow, about hurting um, him somehow to get back at him. Why is it so hard to forgive? Why is it something that sometimes people even say, I'd rather die than having to forgive him for what he's done to me? That's often because we tend to mix a few things up. We think forgiving means validating the behavior of the other person and that if we choose to forgive, then we almost comply and agree with their actions. And that pursuing with our anger and judgment is our way to stick up for what's right or for what we believe in. The other confusion is that we feel that if we decide to forgive that person, it will mean having to act as if nothing has happened. 
to act friendly when in fact we felt super hurt and don't see why we would be the one playing, you know, Mrs. or Mr. Nice Guy when in fact none of that needs to take place. The forgiveness can be between you and you. It can just be in your head. You can choose to forgive that person without that person even knowing about it. So do you want to continue being angry with with them? Or do you want to free from that burden and forgive them no matter what so that, yes, you can move on with your life? A lot of people think that when they feel angry and resentful towards someone, the other person somehow experiences it. Well, I have news for you. That is not true at all. The other person does not experience your emotion. The other person only experiences what they think of your behavior, meaning their own emotions. So holding on to anger will only bring you negative thoughts. And when you think negative thoughts, you only attract negativity back to you. That's just the metaphysical laws of the universe. So the only thing required for you to forgive someone is to change how you feel. And if you think that not forgiving someone is somehow serving you and hurting them, well, I have more news for you. You have it completely backwards. The reason you feel any anger or resentment towards that person is because of the way you think. Remember the model. Your feelings, your emotions are just vibrations in your body and they all come from your thoughts about whatever events, circumstance that have happened in your life. So how do you protect yourself from anger and resentment? You go back to the root. You change your thoughts. That person doesn't have to do anything, doesn't have to say sorry or send you flowers or write you a letter or bow to you to the floor for you to feel better. And you don't have to forgive them to their face in person for you to start feeling better either. Forgiveness, my friends, is all about how you feel, not about how you behave. It doesn't matter how kind you are and whether you have told that person you have forgiven them or not. Forgiving is not about being nice to them. It's about being nice to you. It's about taking care of you and taking responsibility for your own happiness rather than waiting for someone else to create it for you. It's about taking your power back. Some of you live for the revenge. You live to get back at that person, hoping to hurt them as badly as they have hurt you just so you can feel better and feel some sense of justice. But getting back at them won't free you. Instead of resentment, it will cause you sadness and even emptiness and maybe depression. Choosing not to forgive always ends up feeling terrible. It creates so much pressure and chaos in your mind. You loop with the same dark victimization, victim thoughts every day that gets you nowhere. It keeps you stuck. You feel the terrible emotions. Not the other people. 
you feel them. My friend, author, and life coach Christine Rizzo said in her recently published book, Unleash Your Inner Goddess, when we hold on to resentment, it is like we are pouring salt onto our wound. We are the only one feeling the pain. She also quotes Lewis Smedes, who said, to forgive is to set a prisoner free and discover that the prisoner was you. And that is so true. You are self-inflicting yourself with anger and pain. When you forgive, whether in person or just in your mind, it feels so good. You know you have forgiven the person based on the way you feel. And once you have decided to forgive that person, just let it go. Each time you forgive someone, you choose love over fear. Forgiveness stems from love. And when you do things from a place of love, you can never go wrong. Never. So to start the process of forgiveness, this is what I want to suggest to you. Number one, work on listing the facts for each situation and person you have, who have hurt you. Write down all the things and try sticking to the facts. For example, I have a client, she has three kids all grown up and two get along and one has been out of the, the clan, the tribe for a long while. So she says, number one, my eldest is estranged from the other two. Well, even though her elder daughter, you know, her, her as the mom feeling that her elder daughter is estranged from the other siblings, that is not a fact. A fact is, for example, that they have not communicated or not even seen each other in three years. That's the fact. So try and stick to the fact. Of course, sometimes the farther your event is in the past, the harder it might be to be, you know, objectively remembering the facts. But I want you to try listening, you know, to not listening, listing rather to all of, you know, excuse me, listing your situations. Um, And you list all the situations And you keep going until you can't think of anything else. And once you have your list, I want you to connect to your feelings. How did you feel when that happened? How do you feel today about that situation? Remember that our circumstances are neutral. So the story now only exists in your head. So it's really important to analyze what you make of it today. Your emotions are ultimately driving the fire within you and they're all coming from your thoughts about the facts. So that's why it's really important to try and really list all of the facts of each of the situations where you got hurt. Number two, I want you to think about what might be holding you back from letting go of that story. You feel you are the victim and you're used to feeling like you are the victim and you want to get back at the other person somehow. But what if instead you were to let go? What if you could tell the story in a different way? When you imagine letting go from that story, 
and forgiving that person, you might at first feel a lot of resistance. And that's because your primitive brain, who by the way, hates change, will want to find all the reasons why you should not let it go. So I want you to try and tell tell the story in a different way. Number three, what would your life look like if you chose to let go of that story and you chose to be at peace instead? If every thought is focused on the obstacles and reasons why letting go is not a good idea, then there's no way you can let go. And there's no way that can be your result. So what if you didn't carry that story everywhere you went anymore? What if you didn't carry that story in your sleep anymore? Can you picture, can you try picturing how liberating that would feel? Can you imagine the amazing space you would be creating in your head instead with all that, you know, that free space that you'd be creating And then all the incredible things you'd be doing in your life using that precious brain space. So I want you to try and sell that to your primitive brain when he's trying to list you all the obstacles why forgiving is not a good idea. Anger and suffering and judgment and sad and hate All of those very painful emotions are there within you because of your anger and because of your resentment towards that person. And what you will get when you're free from the thoughts that are creating the anger and the resentment by forgiving that person will be acceptance and love and enthusiasm and motivation and joy even. There is an ancient Hawaiian practice that I'm very fond of. It is called the Oponopono. You might have already heard of it. So the Oponopono has four phrases that you say. And the phrases are, I'm sorry, please forgive me, thank you, I love you. So let's go over it. I'm sorry, the first one, stands for the acknowledgement of the situation and for being sorry for holding on to the situation. It implies you will no longer let this affect you. Number two, forgive me, means that you will release this from yourself and that it is no longer your issue, meaning you will no longer let this situation affect you. Number three, you say thank you. And that is to say thank you for all the lessons that you have learned through this situation. And number four, lastly, I love you. And you say I love you to send love to the situation in order for you to heal and to get through this. Because love heals all. Love is our only solution. So I really recommend you try practicing the Oponopono. We are not denying our pain, but we are coming out of the bad guy, good guy scenario and seeing the situation as the way that sometimes human relationships work and that that is all it is, nothing else. 
This weekend, this past weekend, I was having a conversation about this topic of forgiveness with my husband. Forgiveness is something I value dearly and that I teach in my practice. And our discussion evolved around the etymology of the word itself. Because to forgive is made of for and is made of give. And my husband felt it was almost misleading because when you feel that grudge and that anger, it's pretty crazy to think that you'd have to be the one giving, giving in that moment, right? Because giving, even if it's not a thing, but you give your love and your care, it feels like a gift that you are giving. So how can you want to give when you're stuck in that angry loop? And you feel that it should be the other one who's giving you, giving to you. So he was thinking, shouldn't shouldn't it be called forgetting instead of being called forgiving? Why would someone, you know, anyone want to give in such moments? He said they might, you know, rather want to forget about the whole thing, but it's not so easy. And so, yes, in a way, letting go implies a bit of forgetting, but also wanting to free from the burden and the pain is for you. It is not for the other person. It is not to agree with what they might have done wrong. The gift of giving is to yourself and for yourself. By loving yourself enough to give yourself that gift of freedom and that gift to setting yourself free. And that, I think, is really the learning and the lesson to learn from forgiveness. So, my beautiful friends, wherever you are on your path, to forgiveness. I hope you have found this episode useful. I recommend you listen to it again and take notes. And if you are not ready to forgive that person that's in your life, it's okay. Connect with your emotions and to your compelling reason why you are choosing to stay angry and resentful. And please know that I am here for you. So don't hesitate. Go to my website. Book your free private session with me. I am here to help you. And to help other people connect to this helpful information, please, if you don't mind, to rate it five star and share it with your friends and family on Apple Podcast. Our main purpose in life, I think, is to love and to care and to help and to give. So let's give and share it with our friends. Merci beaucoup. As always, I wish you a beautiful weekend. Please stay safe wherever you are, and I look forward to being here with you next week. Ciao, ciao. To work with me, please sign up for your free session on my calendar at www.calendly.com forward slash Cara the Life Coach. You can find the link in my bio. If you have enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe to it on iTunes and share it with your friends. And together, let's learn to live well and help change the world one person at a time.